0: And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning, everybody. I'm Morgan Cunningham and welcome to this week's Face Connecticut. We're on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC and also light 100.5 WRCH. Got an interesting show here today about electric vehicles because we have been talking about on WTIC and 96.5 TIC and Light 100.5 a lot about electric cars and uh, systems to get us to more electric vehicles. And today's program is going to be all about that. Connecticut electric vehicle owners who've already been benefiting from a recent surge in state incentives may be qualifying for more incentives and savings as well. An aggressive new rebate program offered through Eversource and United Illuminating Power Companies helped to defray the cost of EV charging systems and may actually pay for them entirely. Ed Engels is our guest this morning. He's the owner of Connecticut Electric Car, based out of Newington. He's been a forerunner in the EV industry now for a decade, 10 years. He's here to give us some exciting information today. Good morning, Ed. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey, Morgan. Uh, good morning to you, and uh, thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Of course. Happy to have you here on Face Connecticut. So what can you tell us about Connecticut Electric Car, CT Electric Car? How did it get started, and why? So I guess it takes us back about a decade?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, well, Connecticut Electric, yeah. Well, first of all, I, I own Newington Electric Company. Uh, Newington Electric Company is a, a second-generation electrical contracting firm started by my dad, Richard Engels, um, you know, I 60, 70 years ago. Um, so Connecticut electric car is a division, uh, of, of Newington electric company. And w- what we, we specialize in the installation, uh, and wiring of electric car, uh, charging stations. Um, recently we've, been getting involved with the rapid charge car, uh, car charging stations that are available now but uh that's that's pretty much what we do started up um yeah we started up about 10 12 years ago
0: so you obviously saw that there was going to be demand growing over the years for electric vehicles
1: well you know i did um <laughs> you know uh you know back in the back around 10 12 years ago there, if you remember you you know they started to come out with the uh the Chevy Volt was was pretty prominent back then, and people remember Chevy Volt. That was like the, the first electric car that was out there. And then the Nissan Leaf came along, uh, and then there was Ford Focus. And, you know, and I was saying to myself, geez, if these car manufacturers are investing that much money in putting these cars out, it uh, looks like they're going to be here to stay, Um so that's when i started to get involved with maybe we ought to pursue uh the electric you know the electric car or what people refer to as ev for electric vehicle uh car charging systems um so we did we got involved with uh with wiring them up and
0: uh
1: you know getting to getting to know uh getting you know getting to know what to do and what not to do with them
0: if we're thinking about electric vehicles the environment comes to mind The Connecticut Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, of course, handles that for the state uh, on the state's end for the environment and also for energy. What were your earliest conversations like with the state deep about what you were hoping to do about, you know, how you may be able to help them out in getting more EV-friendly systems in Connecticut?
1: Well, it's a pretty good question because that reminds me of, uh, again, back then, 10 years ago, uh, the DEP commissioner, uh, his name was Dan Esty, I believe, and uh, Dan Esty, like I said, he was the commissioner of DEP. He went out and he personally bought a Chevy Chevy Bolt, and he was a little bit of an inspiration, actually. Like, you know, here here's a here's a local, uh, you know, a, a DEP commissioner investing uh, in, into an uh, electric vehicle. Uh, and I said, you know, if he's going to invest into an electric vehicle, the state is probably going to be doing something. And sure enough, uh, it was followed by, uh, the, the commissioner back then was, uh, Jim Redeker, I believe his name was. Um, he got on board with it. And uh, all of a sudden, we started to see the state taking a, uh, a really active interest in installing electric car charging stations here and there. Back in the beginning, was just a little here and a little there. So, uh, I did see that it was, you know, that that it was going to be becoming something. So, uh, you know, we we sort of jumped on the jumped on the jumped on the bandwagon.
0: Could you talk about the earliest installations in Connecticut that at least you're aware of, or that you were part of?
1: Uh, the very first one we did was back in. Uh, we did one in West Hartford at a at the Blueback Square. I think that was actually the one of the first electric vehicle installations like in a municipality uh in the state. Um the van was there, uh, some state you know state uh, officials were there. So yeah, uh, Chev- uh that was back yeah about 10 12 years ago. Blueback Square we installed a, a couple of electric car charging stations there. Yep.
0: What's happened Thanks. since then?
1: Oh god, since then I mean it's been been 10 years, and as everybody knows, uh, I mean, electric cars are absolutely here. They're not going anywhere. In fact, they're, you know, they're sort of taking over the industry. Um, you know, and of course, in Connecticut, as well as uh, Eversource, um, United Illuminating, they're all on board. They all have incentives and rebate programs actually now uh, to help. Uh, not only the residential, um, you know, uh, EV owners, but they're also now um, giving the the commercial, uh, the commercial uh, uh, um, people, like, for instance, um, uh, property management companies. They're 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 have incentives to install electric vehicles uh, at property at property management companies like uh, condominiums, apartments. Uh, restaurants um high rise office buildings in Hartford anywhere where 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 you know where where there's people that that uh, that, that work and and uh and do business at.
0: are there any really high profile locations in Connecticut that you were involved in
1: um a few of them uh you know we we we, we again we've been all over the state over the last 10 years uh Morgan we've uh, we've been at the university, a lot of different colleges uh municipalities all over the state uh lots of residential installations uh recently just the other day we were up at we were up at Enfield uh up Enfield town hall looking at a few so there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of these rebates that that are available now for like I said homeowners and in, and in, uh, in commercial uh commercial establishments
0: are there ever any challenges in installing these charging systems into, say, an older home or part of a bigger building and business, or can it be done almost anywhere?
1: Yeah, I mean, especially in a residential application, uh, there's not too much of a challenge there. They're pretty straightforward. Um, you know, we're yeah, it's pretty straightforward putting an electric car charging station in a in a in a residential application. Commercial is a little bit different. Because depending on where the electrical where the electric service is and where you're gonna where you're gonna put this charging station, uh, sometimes is a little bit of a challenge. Um, but you know, getting back to these rebates, just to, since we're talking talking off the cuff here, um, a lot of a lot of people want to buy electric cars, uh, and there's a fair amount of people that uh, live in the condominiums and apartments and they'd like to purchase an electric vehicle. But when they get at home, which is an apartment or or, or or apartment complex or condominium complex, they don't really have a place to plug it in. So that's where these rebates are going to come into play, I believe, for these property owners, property management owners that are going to now be able to put in these electric car charging stations for their, you know, for their for their tenants.
0: Have you already started to do that at some places?
1: Um. Well, the rebate program just rolled out. Um, so we're, we've looked at quite a few. Uh, we haven't installed too many at this point uh, at any condominiums or apartment complexes. But you know, with the rebate program that's out there, I mean, the, the rebates for these condominium uh, for the uh, for commercial applications will you know will range anywhere from twenty thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand and more for a rebate uh if you know if somebody should install like, these car charging stations at a at a you know at, at a commercial establishment so it's a good healthy rebate in most cases it covers the entire installation so it's really a win-win uh, you know you take an apartment a, a large apartment complex you know might have a few hundred people in it and you know they can install some car charging stations for their for their tenants you know that that's pretty attractive that's pretty that's pretty good
0: when you go and talk with clients, be it for residential or commercial, what are some of the concerns and questions that they have about this kind of transition?
1: Um, well, we get a lot of questions people calling in and wanting to know about the rebates, you know, and um one of the, one of the biggest things that we tell them is, you know, first of all, they should definitely look into it, uh because the rebates, they have specific car charging Stations uh, that that you know that that you know, they require that you install, whether it's for commercial or residential. There's they're, they're different. Um, so if somebody's considering putting in an electric car charging station, and they want to you know they want to apply for the rebate. They should call a company like ours, Kinetic Electric Car, or maybe go on the website and take a look around and see which car uh, manufacturers are you know are putting out. Uh, which car charging stations are going to be, uh, uh, you know, applicable to the to the rebate program? That's that's first and foremost.
0: This morning on Face Connecticut, we're joined by Ed Engels. He's the owner of Connecticut Electric Car. We're talking about electric vehicles, rebates related to them, and also the installation of the charging systems that go into a home, an apartment building, a condo, a business, a commercial facility. One question that I always hear and frankly myself from time to time am wondering how far can electric vehicles travel before they need some kind of a charge.
1: <laughs> That's always a question that I get because people see me they know that what we do and they're always asking me, you know, well Jesus you know, what you know, electric cars you really can't go that far with them and what do you do if you run out of a, a charge or stuck on the side of the road and one thing that people should get, you know, the car manufacturers themselves should do, I think, a little bit of a better job educating the public on who should own an electric car, my opinion. Um, if, if it's if it's a one-car family and that's the only car that you have, an electric car is probably not for you, in my opinion. Um, but if you have two cars or three cars, uh, you should definitely have an electric car, Um you know, the reason I say that is, let's say you live in Connecticut, and you're a school teacher, or, or 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 regardless of what you do, but your, your commute is to and from home every day. And that's pretty much what you do. You go to work, come home, go here, go there. An electric car would be perfect for you. Um, and then, you know, on the other hand, if you wanted to take a long trip somewhere, then you would have your secondary car. You wouldn't have to worry about, you know, finding a car charging station to plug in if you wanted to go cross country. But... For the average person that 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 has a car and they, they go back and forth to work every day and travel around town. Um, you know, you you going to get upwards to a 200 two hundred two hundred miles now on a on a car on a car charge. Uh I don't think the average person I don't anyway, I don't travel two hundred miles a day. Uh even with you know, even with the car that I have now. So um so the, the range anxiety back in the day, you know, people would talk about it, uh, and it's it's only because, in my opinion, you know, the, the car manufacturers have not done a good enough job, again, educating people on, on who should own an electric car and, and how to use one. So,
0: From your industry, you know I mean? yes, I do. From your industry perspective, I'm curious about this, because let's say you look out West California, they have problems with wildfires, right? And once in a while, you'll see the rolling blackouts. They shut off power intentionally to minimize risk for wildfire or overheating of their electric systems. Is it, you know, are people worried? Can we support a larger fleet of electric vehicles on the road? Do you ever hear that from people?
1: Well, that's a pretty good question. It hasn't happened so far, um, but, it, but, again, that's, you know, uh, for me, we, 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 we just bought our first electric vehicle at uh, Connecticut Electric Car. Uh, it's an electric van, 100% electric uh, electric van. Um, and we are going to use that electric van to as part of our fleet because, again, quite frankly, we, we don't travel uh, 100 or 200 miles a day. Uh we run back and forth to our shop. So we're not really too concerned with it. We haven't in Connecticut anyway haven't had to be too concerned about shutting the, you know, people shutting the power down, but um to answer your question, no, I, I don't I have not heard that and I, I have not heard that as a concern.
0: Let's talk about warranties and the rebates. I'm right. I'm seeing that there may be, you know, uh something could it void a warranty—if it's not installed properly, if you don't get it done properly—could you talk a little bit about that? How that may work?
1: Well, um, if, you know, again, if you're considering an electric car, the main one of the main concerns is to make sure the the electric car charging system is installed properly, using a licensed contractor. Um, we would recommend that the homeowner or commercial. Person that's installed that's that having one installed use the license contract and make sure that they have an electrical permit. Make sure that it's installed properly. It's inspected by the town or the state inspector. They uh, have to also make sure that it's installed as per the as as per the EV manufacturer specs. Um, because sure, if um, if it's not installed properly, and you bring your electric car home and plug it in, and you have a problem with the with the car. And then it come to find out they ask, you know, who installed the car charging station? You need to be able to say that you know you had a reputable licensed contractor install it. Because otherwise, you could turn around and void your your warranty on a thirty or forty or fifty thousand dollar car, maybe more. So, uh, I would highly recommend that if, when you're installing an electric car charging station, it's installed by a by a licensed contractor um, for sure.
0: When I'm down in some parts of Connecticut, um, like along I-95, down by the shore, I see a number of rest areas with, you know, the trucks and the gas stations and so forth, but they also have charging stations for electric vehicles. So I'm curious, how do business owners or property owners, if if you have electric vehicle charging stations available to your customers or perhaps people who live at your... Uh, apartment complex or building, how do you as a business owner or a property owner protect yourself from any kind of litigation or liability if there are problems with the charging stations?
1: Well, I, you know, again, I'm not really quite sure on on the insurance end, but, I, you know, I think it'd be like anything, Morgan. You know, you have to, you know, if there's a liability with anything, I mean, first and foremost is, again, to make sure that was installed by a licensed contractor. Uh, you know, um, I don't know how else they, they would, you know, to, pr- to protect themselves, just to make sure it was installed by a licensed contractor, was inspected, and and uh, you know, installed to the manufacturer's car specifications.
0: How do people access the rebates that are available?
1: Well, uh, again, they can go online and learn about the uh, learn about the rebates, but they're changing all of the time. Uh, we're having a hard time keeping up with them ourselves, uh, so i I would recommend again if they call somebody, uh, I would recommend they call Connecticut Electric Car, or again call another uh, contractor that specializes in installation of electric car vehicle uh, uh, car charging stations, and and uh, you know and get get us, get some information there. It's it's a, but the process is a, is a, it's a little bit difficult if you're not used to it. But, um, you know, somebody can help you through that without too much of a problem.
0: Could you talk about the cost? You know, if we factor in the rebates and everything, but what does the cost of getting, owning an electric vehicle look like, and also the charging stations?
1: Um, well, the electric vehicle costs have come way down uh, over the last few years, that's for sure. And we we sort of talked about the, the the Nissan Leaf and the Chevy Volt being being the, the you know the, the cutting edge cars, but now every car manufacturer out there is offering electric cars. They're fully loaded. Uh, the cost of the vehicles have come way down, um, and it, you know, making it quite affordable. And today, now with the rebates uh, going on, it's extremely affordable. Um, you know, so. You know, in most cases, uh, the, the, the the money that people are saving on, uh, on on fuel will more than pay for for their you know for the for their, for the electric car, the electric vehicle, uh, when they go to finance it. Uh, there, I think that the you know the the car payment alone will will, will be uh, less than what the what the fuel would be, you know, on on a, on a regular on a regular automobile.
0: What are some benefits of owning an EV?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, is probably you know they're a little bit you know they're 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 environmental friendly. Number one, um, I think the cost to operate the EV uh, is is, is no, number two is 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 huge. So um, I think that those are probably the two biggest. You know the two, the two biggest reasons.
0: Is there better performance with an electric vehicle than a gas-powered or diesel-powered vehicle?
1: Um, I think there's a lot less maintenance on them. I know that uh, I've, I've talked to a to I've talked to a, a lot of mechanics, a few different mechanics that work on electric vehicles, and surprisingly enough, there's a lot there's a lot less things that can go wrong on an electric vehicle. Um, you know, than a, you know, than a conventional car. So they're, they're, they're certain there's a lot, you know, they're, they're, they're much better that way.
0: Is there any kind of comparison that you have? Okay. I pump a gallon into my car, right. Of regular gasoline. It's a gas powered vehicle. Is there any kind of equation to come up with what that would be for an electric vehicle
1: uh, we have done. Uh, yes, we've looked at that. And person that owns an electric car, they're going to spend probably between thirty dollars and maybe fifty dollars a month to, to keep their electric car charged. Um, in most cases, it's somewhere around six, maybe between six and ten dollars to charge your electric car. And you know, and that's a pretty good point I want to let you bring up. Um, that's if the car is completely depleted. Um, but when you, when you take your electric car and you drive it around and go back and forth to where you're going and you drive it back home, chances are you're going to have at least 50% of the, of the uh, battery life left in your car. So when, when I say it's going to be six to $10 to, to completely charge the car, that's a completely depleted, you know, charging, uh, car is completely uh, depleted. Um, now you take that same car that you you bring it home and you plug it in and then you go to your workplace and plug it in, uh, you, you're now cutting that car charging cost in half. So I would have to probably say it's going to be somewhere around 20 to maybe $30 a month to, 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 uh, you know, in your electric, a little bit additional in your electric bill, uh, to have an electric car.
0: Ed Engels, our guest on Face Connecticut. Been an honor to have you. We are running out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to say maybe where our can listener, where our listeners can learn more about EV charging systems?
1: Well, if they have any questions or they're interested in learning about EV charging systems or the rebates, I would ask them to give you know, Connecticut Electric Car a call. We'll be, you know, be happy to talk to people over the telephone about it, or they can go to the website and learn a little bit about it there. But Definitely get a little bit informed, uh, you know, on it to, to make sure that you can take full advantage of the rebates that are out there.
0: All right, Ed, thank you so much for being on Face Connecticut this morning. We really appreciate it, okay?
1: All right, Morgan, thank you.
0: You have a good day now.
1: All right, bye-bye.
0: Bye. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law
1: it is essential that we conclusively sports
0: the clock at 4 doncic the step back 3 you bet.
1: music you set my world on fire yes, oh.
0: and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tunein.com or download the tunein app to start listening